Denise Bamert from Facebook asks, what are your thoughts on women lifting weights? Women shouldn't lift weights. It's not feminine. Okay, it's a frequently asked question. I hear this all the time because the injury is very common. Uh, tennis elbow, golfer's elbow, what do you do? Why do you get it and how do you fix it? The, the, the technical term for this injury is either medial or lateral epicondylitis. This is medial, this is golfer's elbow, and this is tennis elbow. And in both cases, it is the, either the extensor or flexor origin. So medial epicondylitis is the, is the flexor origin. That would be golfer's elbow. Lateral epicondylitis is, is, uh, is the extensor origin up here right at the top of the forearm bone here at the, at the ulna. And uh, both of these injuries are overuse injuries. And I think probably the, the cause of both of them is overuse at a higher level of intensity than your than your strength uh, allows for at that at that time. For instance, if you're if if swinging a tennis racket is you're swinging a heavy racket that sometimes develops these kinds of overuse injuries. But typically, these things aren't associated with obviously golf or or or, or tennis. They just that's just the name that the things have have, have accumulated. Uh, doctors call them either doc, uh, tennis elbow or golfer's elbow. And if you ask a doctor about it, they will tell you that uh, severe cases are actually tendinosis. They're not tendinitis. They're not merely an inflamed tendon. They're an actual necrotic or, or semi-necrotic or quasi-necrotic thing where the tendon actually begins to die and go away. And it just... It's a surgical situation, as far as they're concerned. Uh, I've had it off and on. And uh, six or seven years ago, I figured out how to fix it. I had a real bad dose of, uh, of golfers, of medial epicondylitis here, and it just wouldn't go away. And something occurred to me one day, uh, and I thought I would I would apply this to this situation. I have a some of you know I have a have a, a background in horsemanship, and there is an old uh, there's an old technique called pin firing. Pin firing is a is very very old, possibly thousands of years old. Horses are expensive. Uh, extremely good horses, well bred horses are very expensive, and the loss of use of a horse limits the horse's value. Uh, therefore, it, is, uh, it has been uh, uh, approached for thousands of years that we do what is necessary. We'll try anything to save this horse's useful life because if we, if we can't, then we gotta put him down, get him off the feed bill and get something because it's business. So. And I don't have the slightest idea how this developed, but uh, for a bowed tendon, what is called a bowed tendon, this is an inflamed flexor tendon on the front leg of a horse. It's an extremely common injury. 
it's a connective tissue injury. A horse basically is suspended by four flexor tendons. And uh, these structures are terribly critical to horse health and uh, they, uh, they get injured quite frequently. When they do, the, the flexor tendon on the back of the cannon bone takes on a fat appearance from the swelling of the tendon sheath, and this is called a bowed tendon. And it can be a, 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 a life-ending uh, injury for a horse. And as a result, somebody at some point figured out that if you create a massive systemic inflammation for all of the tissue around a smaller structure, then the body responds to that inflammation by going ahead and finishing the normal granulation process that starts with inflammation. And, and, and so what they did was this. What they did was this. They would take a hot iron, a red hot iron, and they make a series of burns along both sides of the horse's bowed tendon from the top of the structure all the way down below the fetlock. And then what happens is the, horse, the horse's leg responds by turning this whole mass of tissue into a great big giant weepy mess of inflammation. And in the process of healing that bigger piece of inflammation up, the smaller piece of inflammation, the inflamed tendon, gets healed in the process. In other words, it focuses the attention of the horse's healing system on something that was not getting paid sufficient attention to. At any rate, that's, that's the best explanation I have for pin firing. I decided that I was going to try to apply this to my arm. So what I did was, um, I started doing chin-ups. Chin-ups, those of you with this flexor tendon injury know that chin-ups hurt it real bad. So what I decided to do was just hurt the piss out of it. And what I did was, I think the first time I did that, I did four reps and like waited 90 seconds and did another four reps and did say 20 sets of those, uh, which turns out to be a lot of chin-up volume, but very low intensity because of the fact that it's only four reps. If, if you can do 12 chins, then four reps is not a big chore. But 20 sets accumulates into quite a bit of potentially inflammatory stress for that already stressed structure. And what I found was that after about three or four workouts of that with a little bit of escalation in terms of both number of reps and the total number of sets that after about four workouts it was gone. It fixed it up. We've tried this subsequently on tennis elbow. My original case was flexor tendon. We've tried it on extensor tendon uh, origin tendonitis. It works just as well on that too. So that's kind of the, the basis of the of the method. Find a number of chins you can do for 20 sets and you're going to do sets across. You'll do 90 seconds, two minutes of rest between each one of the sets. It takes a while. It's alright. You're not doing anything else anyway. And just go all the way through. You may only do singles the first time you do this.
but as it starts to hurt, push through it. You're not tearing it up. It's already ruined anyway. Just go ahead and make it hurt. It's going to swell and be painful and then do it again and you'll find an amazing thing begins to happen. The thing will start to heal. We've had a lot of reports of people who were scheduled for surgery that were able to put it off with the application of this method and I think you'll find that it works pretty well for you.